The Women in Agile podcast series amplifies the voices of outstanding women in the Agile community. We are dedicated to sharing the wisdom and inspiration our community has to offer by telling our stories, being thought leaders, and having open conversations with our allies. This series is brought to you in partnership from the Women in Agile organization and Accenture Solutions IQ. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Women in Agile podcast series. I am your host, Leslie Morse, and today we are chatting with Jenny Tarwater. Jenny is an Agile collaboration coach based in Kansas City who loves working with teams that are new to Lean and Agile. She is also the director of the Launching New Voices program for the Women in Agile nonprofit organization. Jenny, thanks for joining me to talk about uh, Launching New Voices today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I um I think this is one of the programs that always uh, gives me tingly goosebumps when I think about the the things that Women in Agile is doing. Every one of the sessions that I've been to, when these new voices get up on stage, um, I'm always just impressed by the inspiration and wisdom that they have. So I think making this program um, the spotlight of our conversation is going to be exciting uh, to chat about, and hopefully will inspire people to get involved. Yeah, great. Well, thanks for that feedback. Um, and I have to plus one all of it. It's um, I get tingly too. <laughs> um, just <laughs> such a great experience we've had um, with it, and um, a lot of the feedback that we get from the women and agile participants um, are uh, just over the moon with how how our new voices have performed. Yeah, and we were all new voices at one point. Right, right. So it's it's kind of fun to go. You and I, as we were prepping for the chat today, we're talking about the the magic of Google. It's almost <laughs> like uh, when I listen to these uh, these women speak, it sends me to my own personal way way back machine. Right. And remembering kind of my first time on stage as well. So there's nostalgia that goes into it and everything, uh, which is another aspect of enjoyment there. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So let's just, let's get to it. So what is the Launching New Voices program? Sure. The the Launching New Voices program is a um, program that we conceived uh, specifically for the first time around the Agile 2019 pre-conference for Women in Agile. Uh, but it's a way to lower the barrier of entry to um, having new voices heard from in the community. It's a way to showcase new ideas um, and really to grow the next generation of voices. And so um, in short, what we do is we, uh, at least in the, the National Agile 2019 program, uh, we pair uh, experienced speakers as mentors uh, with protégés, folks that would like to speak and have not yet had that experience. And so that really uh, eases a lot of the information overload and anxiety that goes along with preparing a talk, um, dealing with what it feels like the day of the talk, um, how to deliver, and then what happens afterwards. So that's really at a national level. Um, We have some different uh, permeations of the the program um, and, and ever-growing, uh, but a lot of those may involve more of workshops or some training around public speaking. That's great. So I guess, what was the inspiration behind this in the, in the beginning, or may you call it the origin story of uh, launching New Voices? Yes. Um, so in 2015, um, at the Agile 2015 conference, which was in Agile DC, 
there was this impromptu get together over lunch. It was announced over Twitter. Uh, Lisa Atkins and Natalie Warner, I think, were the two hosts of that. And we had a very large room full of of folks, men and women. Um, and we went through an exercise where we came up with some really high dreams of what women in Agile could mean for the conference. And afterwards, Billy Schultzpeltz and I went and talked. Neither one of us had really had any experience speaking. We might have done some things locally at meetups and such, um, but had not. And, and we were both so excited about it. And we're like, well, well we want to do that. And then we kind of looked at each other. We're like, well, how do you do that? I don't know. And so it kind of lay dormant for about a year. And then coincidentally, both Billy and I volunteered to be part of the Women in Agile organizing committee. And we got our heads together with Pradeepa about how can we help people understand what that on-ramp is and what, what information could we provide to do it? And then all of a sudden it dawned on us, instead of training or providing information, why don't we just do it? So we mm-hmm. created the new Voices program where we selected our first three protégés and paired them with mentors. And so that was in um, 2017. So we're, we're okay. going on our third year. That's great. I mean, if you think back over those three years, are there any memories you have that really stick with you that has shaped what the program's become today? Uh, definitely. I think, um, well, what came up for me immediately when you said that, when you said memories, the first thing that popped up to me is the huge smiling faces of all the protégés when they were done with their talks and Mm -hmm. the mentors that had, had worked with them, um, as well as the whole room, um, really supporting the new voices and, um, not only hoping for their success, but then celebrating the success that they, that they all brought to the stage. Um, so that was not quite the question you asked, but the, I wanted to share that because that's what, what came up for me, just a really happy, successful um, community feeling. Yeah, I mean, I've, it's even just kind of through the internet as we talk today, like I've, I've got this just sort of sense of joy and accomplishment. Oh, absolutely. Um, that that is is even when I think think about it, there's um, and there's something also right when you talk about the the smile on the protege's faces, especially after they kind of finish the first time, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a safety and a comfort in knowing that I'm doing this as part of a launching new voices program, and they all kind of know it's my first time, and so there's not this strange, weird pressure. Like I think about when I first spoke, um, it, I'll call it a big Agile conference. It was Agile 2013, um, or not Agile 2013, Scrum Gathering 2013 in Vegas. Um, and I had spoken at some smaller meetups and more regional conferences, more on business analysis, but this was my first time really in the Agile space. And thinking, all there's a bunch of people in this room and I've never done this before, like in this sort of setting, like, do they think I know what I'm doing? And just actually having the comfort of it being totally transparent that I'm really kind of doing this the first time. There's a grace and a care that I see the audience bring when we do these LNV sessions as part of the larger conferences that just create the perfect container for these women to just go and shine. Yeah, absolutely. 
I like I like the that word that you use grace in the container. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it is. There's um the room just sort of fills with this palpable um empathy and sincerity um that is just it is so great. But it right, this doesn't happen only at the national programs, right? You talked about there's different permeations of it kind of happening in other ways. So I guess as you put those two ideas together, what would you say is really the goal that you're going after with launching new voices? Like, I mean, if we if we really want to think about it, the, the biggest goal here is that we want diversity of ideas from the stage. Um, as a conference organizer, uh, my local conference, which we have a preference for local speakers, um, mm-hmm. we want to expand that pool. We don't want to hear from the same people every year. Uh, we want to hear um, personal experience stories, things that were successful and the agile work that folks are doing. Um, and one of the things that I notice is we tend to get a lot of the same speakers, folks that are very comfortable doing that. So amplify that out. And I think the biggest purpose, the reason why the world needs the Launching New Voices program is so that we continue to um, provide that lower barrier of entry to get those new voices onto onto the stage. Yeah. And so if you're, if you are one of those people listening and you're like, ooh, this sounds like something that would kind of help me get over the hurdle and, and maybe feel ready to do this. How would I go about getting involved? Yeah, so I would uh, go to the womeninagile.org website. There is a section on launching new voices, and there there's some information about the program. Uh, we share some stories about uh, some of the past events. And we have an email, which is newvoices at womeninagile.org, um, that protégés or mentors, conference organizers, anybody can use that would be interested in, in participating. Okay. And is it, do, would, do people have opportunities, right? Obviously, right, there's the, the more formal, right, at, we think towards Agile 2019 and any of the big Agile conferences, you know, the Women in Agile session, and there'll be three or four protégés that do presentations. But are there opportunities to get involved in a more informal sense, saying like, I don't necessarily want one of those spots, but can you pair me with a mentor that would help me get ready for something else? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's okay. a little bit of what we're seeing that's growing in the local communities. Um, so uh, we've seen some basically, you know, copy paste of the, the national program we did for the Agile um, 20X conference. Um, but, but it's morphed as well. And so uh, what we really want to provide is um, some suggested ways to go about doing this, share some past success, share some, some failures, um, so that it can help those folks that are interested in being a mentor, being a protege, or there's a conference organizer, um, support the, the need within their own community. Yeah. And so I actually, I, I like that as you describe it, you called out mentor specifically, because that's a whole nother angle. Like I'm someone that speaks at conferences. I want to get involved as a mentor. Like how does that work? And I think more importantly, if someone's asking to get involved as a mentor in this program, mm-hmm. what are they really signing up for? Yeah. So, and, and I do want to share, it was one of the surprises of the program was how 
um, much gratitude our mentors have had for being part of the program. It has said that that has really opened some opportunities for them, um, both their own personal growth, uh, right? Because the, the best way to teach, uh, to really understand something is to, to teach or mentor someone else. I was um, just and, thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really uncovers some gaps in your own knowledge or makes you think about things that maybe you do naturally and hadn't thought about how to deliberately go about acquiring that skill. And yeah. I think that's the, that's the hardest part though, right? I was actually, I was just thinking about that in context of PowerPoint yesterday. I was uh, mentoring someone on making their very first PowerPoint presentation. And I'm like, I don't even remember learning <laughs> oh how gosh. to use PowerPoint. It's just like, I woke up and I just knew how to use it. We were so, all born knowing how to use yeah. all PowerPoint, Microsoft products. Yeah. But it's like, but I, at least I, I was able to kind of think about, oh, well, I get to point here and click there and here's a trick for that. But something about, right, get the internal game of getting yourself ready to go on stage and to do a presentation and to speak in front of an audience, that's not something you teach somebody in a very point click sort of way. It's not even no. something like teaching how to write a user story. Um, okay. So it is a very different sort of mentoring conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's so interesting, like the things that I've learned as I have been working more closely with mentors this year, um, because I'm certainly picking up tips and tricks. I I've always had a problem with like my hands when I talk, because I talk a lot mm -hmm. with my hands, but that does not necessarily serve an audience. So I have this joke we were passing around last year. It's like, why do I have so many hands? Like when I talk, what are <laughs> hands supposed to go. And I, I just took a class uh, last month where that answer finally came. And I'm like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do with them. Okay. And so now I'm deliberately practicing holding my hands closer to my side with my palms facing the audience. You know, who knew? Yeah. It, and now, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking for you next time I see you on stage. Like, what is Jenny doing with her hands? <laughs> right. right. And, and a lot of it is just like, right, developing the awareness. Right. right. You know, if you hadn't gotten to the point where you were comfortable with your content and speaking and being in front of a crowd, you wouldn't be to the point where now it's like, oh, I can be aware of or be conscious of what my hands are doing in the moment. Right. right. Um, so much of this is... Um, um, I'll call it, uh, it's not muscle memory, but it's, um, I guess it is to some extent, I, I almost think of it like emotional memory <laughs> of what is it supposed to feel like when you're on stage and it's kind of like the meta skills that you need to bring forward. Um, and you know, at the beginning, that's just like, let's breathe and remember what we're supposed to say. Right. Yeah. And, and um, the breathing and remembering what we're supposed to say, I think there's a, there's an aspect of this that I'd like to touch on too and have fun, right? What, however, yes, that's so whatever true. fun means to you, it doesn't necessarily mean you have the entire audience, you know, laughing at your jokes or um, you are delivering the, the most um, complicated <laughs> theory out there. Right. But it's that, you are in flow where you have information and you have a story that is useful for others to receive. And sharing that, I think, is, is what being a speaker is really about. Yeah. And it's the storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. right. You know, um, we all, you know, 
we sit at lunch, we sit at breakfast, we, you know, might be at a happy hour. And we all tell these stories to each other all the time about things that have happened to us that others find inspiring. And I think tapping into to storytelling is um, one of those skills that um, very much so comes up for the protégés going through this, I'm sure. Right, right. So um, I think, you know, other ways, right, you talked about going onto womenandagile.org, learning about the program, emailing new voices at uh, womenandagile.org to kind of get information. Um, any other kind of tips or tricks about getting involved or things people should know? Yeah, I think, again, I'm surprised by the willingness of those that have gone before us. Uh, and so I, I just want to encourage anybody that has never spoken or uh, may have spoken a little bit and want to speak more, want to amplify what they're doing, ask someone that you uh, admire or that you have been in the audience for them. And and I'm, I'm always surprised how willing folks are to pass on the, the knowledge that they have and the experience that they have. Yeah. And I even think about the convergence of opportunities we can take the the new podcast series here and merge it with launching new voices. Maybe you're not ready to take that big jump and go on stage, but I've got a story and I want to practice telling it. Let's do a podcast, awesome. right? There's, you know, now that we've got this platform, there's so many additional things that we could do with launching new voices um, as well that can get really exciting, I think. Yeah. That's great. So this, let's, um, we, I, I mentioned kind of the way, way back machine. So let's take that the opposite direction. Let's sort of, you know, jump in a, a time ship and go to the future. And we're, you know, three or four years down the road and we're sitting, we're having this conversation again, Jenny, about you know, what launching new voices is and everything that's been able to accomplish. Like what would be your wildest dreams and your greatest aspirations for what this can become? Oh, that's great. I picture that, any conference that I attend or go to, <clears throat> pardon me, or <clears throat> pardon me, that I read about in the program somewhere, there is a launching new voices element to it. Whether it's called that or something else is less relevant, but some way that we continue to provide that on ramp for uh, new ideas, new voices, new speakers. Um, and I think that one way to enable that is really to think of this as a non-centralized distributed program, right? Everybody has that power within them to contribute to this concept. Mm -hmm. um, although it's always helpful <laughs> to borrow from other people's learnings. So I do see that there's a great bank repository of information that can help people that are interested in any of the aspects of the program, protege mentors, organizers, podcast host, book authors, <laughs> uh, whatever is invented in the next five years is a way to communicate. Um, but yeah. whatever that is, right, we have some ways to help folks get started with the least amount of friction. Yeah. And I think the important thing there is I think making the idea of launching new voices part of the conversation. And in so many ways that requires intentionality from conference organizers and saying, as we plan our programs, this is something we deliberately want to make part of it because I think we've all, you know, that's a big generality. 
we all haven't, but many of us have been attending these agile conferences so often that it's kind of like, you know, the people that you're just going to see there every single time. Um, and you're, some of it, right, stepping aside, creating that space, offering to be the mentors and really being deliberate that a certain percentage of our program, we want to have be first time speakers, whether it, you know, just at this conference or first time speakers in general. Right, right. And I mean, something you touched on there, it's, it's often the person that is in the role of a scrum master for the first time that has the most relatable story, the most inspirational story, not, it's different than someone then that's been doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a story to share. Yeah. When I think, as I, I think about somebody that's a first time scrum master, I think about some of the conversations I've had with people and just the shift that we're seeing um, as the workforce changes a lot, mm-hmm. you know, it, it used to be, you know, five or seven years ago, we could rely on those good old waterfall versus agile stories. And, you know, it's, it was like our version of we had to climb uphill with no shoes to get to school, right? These kind of things. And like, but now, right, as, as we see our workforce transform before our eyes, like, they don't have those experiences of the olden days. And so we have to find new ways to be relevant sort of as the older guard. And who better to keep us inspired and keep us relevant to then to listen to these new voices as well. That's fantastic. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to have a hard time not picturing the walking uphill both ways in the snow. Next time I hear somebody comparing the old world. Yes. (laughs) That's great. Well, Jenny, um, before we wrap up today, any other sort of final thoughts, important things people should know about uh, launching new voices? Yeah, no, just take a chance. Just do it. If you're interested in this concept at all, reach out to myself, the Women in Agile organization, um, any of our prior participants or anybody probably that you see at a conference and just say, I am really interested in getting involved. Yeah, I think that's great. And you, I'm looking forward to future episodes of the podcast that we'll be recording with some of the mentors and protégés that have gone through this to hear their personal stories of what it's been like to be involved. Uh, so that'll be a good other inspiration for people to, to key into. So Jenny, thanks for making this time today to talk about the program. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Women in Agile podcast series. It is brought to you in partnership from the Women in Agile nonprofit organization and Accenture Solutions IQ. We hope you've learned something new and invite you to tell a friend or coworker about the podcast. Please go online to womeninagile.org to learn more about our initiatives and find more inspiring podcast conversations. Thanks for listening to this Women in Agile podcast episode. Find more inspiring conversations by visiting womeninagile.org slash podcast checking out the podcast series on iTunes or visiting your podcast application of choice. If you have an idea for a topic, speaker, or feedback on an episode, please reach out to us via email through podcast at womeninagile.org.